Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, provoke, and cause others to collaborate while taking action. With your host, media princess, Carrie Keller, the beauty maker, Christina Wirtz, and the lover of all things marketing, Elisa Lane. Do you dream of having long, luxurious hair? Now that dream can be reality with the help of Christina Wirtz's expertise in beaded hair extensions. Christina, owner of Haven Salon Healing in Scottsdale, wants you to feel sexy and confident again, no matter what your age. Whether you're looking for Instagram-worthy mermaid hair or you want the thickness back that you used to have, these extensions are the safest and highest quality on the market today. Christina blends them perfectly into your hair so that you can style it up, leave it down, wear it straight or wavy. Painless, easy, and affordable. Call to book your free consultation today with Christina, the beauty maker, at 480-788-8880. Well, well, well. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Hmm. We did our fun little get-together in the morning prep show. And <laughs> I don't know what we prepped. We, I don't think we well, did we much did of anything. Prepping. There was a lot of prepping. I don't know if you saw it, but I was prepped. <laughs> I left my coffee. And, yes. And your purse in Vegas. I did leave my purse in Vegas. Who your purse in Vegas? It was Gary. A, I, I princess. Did. I did. Where did you leave it? She's in, not even sure. In a... <laughs> And it was in the morning. It was brunch. I loved it. It was a, a restaurant time in, in Hard Rock. Oh, it was a good time. Did I you saw, I saw Zumanity. I saw Zumanity. Have you seen it? No. It was provocative. Zumanity. Yes, it's the provocative Cirque du Soleil. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sexual. I like that. It was. We should host our own. Zumanity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might run into some issues with that, but I'll look into it. fantastic. <laughs> I think I like that idea. Did we have Rachel call in? Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, fantastic. Oh my gosh, Hi, Rachel. Hey, Hello. How are you? So I was reading about Rachel. She's like a big deal. She is. <laughs> Wait, so where are I'm you in the world right now? Are you in Pennsylvania right now? Yeah, right now I'm in Philly. I just got back from traveling on the West Coast, actually. Oh my goodness. But I am. Wait, I you am didn't back stop by here. Arizona? I know. I'm sorry I didn't get to see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you ever been to but, Arizona, Rachel? I have. It's been a while, though, but I love the hike. I love the hiking and, and biking there. At least when it's not super, super hot. Degrees. Yes, it's <laughs> yeah. so awesome. It's a bit warm. Yeah. So, so yeah, have thank you, you ever so left for having me with you guys today? Thank you. So, have you ever left a bag in Vegas? <laughs> the topic of today's <laughs> show, right? <laughs> I haven't. Oh. And I left <laughs> like I left one that had my laptop for work, my headphones for the show. Oh, yeah, my your personal wallet. headphones, because yes, these yes. aren't good enough. <laughs> you know. The princess needs her headphones. <laughs> did you recover your bag, Carrie? I did. They found it immediately. Security had it, and they shipped it out yesterday. Shipped it? Yes. Wow. I had to pay for shipping, but it wasn't that much, actually. <laughs> so it's on its way home, but I'm like, I only have like certain amount of funds until it gets home, unless I go to the bank, so. <laughs> Rachel, we've been doing a little research on our personalities, and I'm wondering what you are, but... Ours is very forgetful. Yes, Carrie it is. and I. <laughs> and yes, thank God for Christina, because most of the time we're not even sure what's going on. Dude, I've had to give them about <laughs> a dozen reality checks just this morning. See, like I gotta give it too prep. hard. But you know what? It is so fantastic in our own little worlds, is it not? It is. It is. Absolutely. Rachel, do you, Rachel, do you know your personality? You're Myers Briggs. Yeah, I'm a ENFP. ENFP. Oh, Ooh, a that's, for us. Yes. that's my best friend, Kelsey. She's nice. an ENFP also. The campaigner yeah. personality. Yeah, oh, that's we're, one of my best we're a unique bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I like you guys. Do you find that it's pretty accurate to who you are? Yeah, I 
And, you know, it's funny, I took it years ago and I was a little bit different. So I think it's kind of cool if you take it every like five or 10 years, if something has happened in your life, it really, I think, can shape shape your personality a little bit differently. So I would say mine has definitely changed. It's interesting you say that because our guest that we had on last week, Beth, she told us about C.S. Joseph on YouTube, and he goes into depth about these personalities and how there's like four other, there's like three other personalities you could be at any given time. So I wonder if that's like one of your other personalities that you could be. Not like it changed inherently, but you know, depending on the day. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. We may have to invite him on the show. I think so, too. That would be fascinating. Yeah, let's reach out. Um, Rachel, I have a question. I keep racking my brain to figure out how I met you. How did I meet you? So we met at, um, we met at a bar in Philly at a, 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 like a dating event. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that's so right. Like we, both, wow. like we went to this You never forget things. What's going on? What did you say, and Rachel? The, and there were, like, no guys that were really that attractive. So I remember <laughs> me and you were just like, all right, let's just hang out. And we just, like, hit it off. And there were, like, a couple other girls that came and hung out with us. But we weren't impressed with the dudes that were there. So we just kind of <laughs> did our own thing. But, yeah, that, that's how we met. That, I, it's all coming back to me now, too. I think it was, like, a charity dating event. You had, like, a bag of something, right? <laughs> Yeah, this is so good. (laughs) This is good stuff. I don't know. I don't 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 remember. (laughs) There's some things we won't. (laughs) I think there was like a chair. Yeah, we were like, you had to bring something to donate. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea, to be completely honest. And then I don't even remember, but I lived with you for a brief period of time. Do you remember why I lived on your couch for a little bit? (laughs) Dude, I think it was like. I think it was only a couple of days or something. You're like you were in between apartments or something. <laughs> That's what I remember. Sounds about right. I'm just this nomad <laughs> trying to find <laughs> my place Christina. in the world. <laughs> Thanks she for giving us around. <laughs> I'm still a nomad. I've been in Arizona for 15 months, and I'm going to be moving again for the fourth time in like three weeks. <laughs> you say it so meaningfully. <laughs> All People right. do that a lot here. Do they? Yeah. I try not to. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Twice. Well, I'm glad we figured out how we met. I think I met you when I was yeah. like 19 or 20 or something. I know. I can't believe that was probably like five, four or five years ago, right? Oh, way longer than that. Yeah, longer than that. <laughs> I know. The older I get, I feel like the concept of time is like, I have no idea. I'm like, it, it was a couple years ago, right? They're like, no, it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, right? So we have our uh, printout of you, and I'm staring at your beautiful face on the cover of Forbes magazine. Yes, and let's point out that yes. it's not a group of 30 under 30. She's got the cover by herself. You have it all by yourself. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they had picked some people for digital covers, and the, the actual print cover, there was like the Victoria's Secret model and a couple other tech people, but yeah, I'm being on the 30 under 30 list was a huge honor in the um I made it on the manufacturing and industry list for my invention that really is Kova which I'm sure we're going to talk about um but they nominate about 15,000 people every year and they pick 600 they go through this massive vetting process over the period of a year that judges that your business that what you're doing because it's mostly entrepreneurs that are on the 30 under 30 in Forbes magazine and each 
of all the 600 people, they get broken down into lists of 30 people under the age of 30 that are doing really cool things in their industry. So I was nominated by someone I never met, which I think is really cool when women build up other women that she had, this person had read a story about me in, in the news in Philly. And she was like, I love what you're doing. More women need to be on the Forbes list. I want to nominate you. Wow. And I was like, cool, you know, and now we're actually friends and it's cool. She nominated me and I thought, all right, the odds of getting into this list are more difficult than getting into Harvard or Yale university. So I was like, I'm unsure if that's ever going to happen. So I just was like, let's see what happens. And Forbes kept reaching out to me, wanting to know more about Kova and the business and, and how I launched the company. And I remember getting the email um, early 2018 and I just fell to the floor and started crying because I was just so honored wow. that they picked me to be on this list. Wow. I'm so proud of you. I've watched you on your journey these last couple years with your invention of Kova and everything. And it's just neat to have known you, I don't know, 10, 9, 8 years ago. And I knew that there was something special about you when I met you. And then now, here we are. So can you tell us about what Kova is? Yeah. So have you guys seen a lot of the bike share and scooter share programs popping up all over the country? Yeah, they're very dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Really <laughs> <laughs> have you any of you guys used like renting a bike or a scooter yeah for the sure bike, yes the scooter i'm scared uh that'd be a no yeah the scooter's <laughs> a no i hear lots of personal injury cases on those some missing teeth yeah so so the in so the invention was really inspired in part by that so um about four years ago i was walking through Philly and I noticed our bike share program Indigo had just launched and a lot of people weren't wearing helmets. And that was something that really struck me because when I was a kid, uh, a dear friend of mine got into a crash, wasn't wearing her helmet and she actually became permanently blind in one eye. Oh my gosh. Not wearing a helmet. Yeah. And that's something that really stuck with me is the reasons why she wasn't wearing a helmet and why a lot of people don't wear helmets even to this day, which is that they're really inconvenient. I hear people complaining about how you can't put it away anywhere when you're not riding or you forget it or it's just bulky. And and also the second reason really is that they're kind of generally ugly looking. People are like, I think I look like a dork <laughs> or I look silly, you know, and, and, those issues were things that my friend had complained about of why she wasn't wearing a helmet. And it's the same reasons that I'm hearing that we've heard from cyclists all over the world today. And I thought to myself at that time, what if I made a better helmet? What if there was a helmet that you'd actually want to wear because it looked cooler and it would fold up really small, but you can put it in your bag. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's how Kova was born back in the end of, like, 2015. So it's been in R&D, you know, research and development testing and safety testing for the last three years, and we're now preparing to launch, to go to market. So this is a really exciting time for Kova, and it's perfectly aligned with the bike share and scooter share programs being so huge all over the world. I love it. How did you get the funding to back this? Or is this something that you backed yourself? I bootstrapped this. Um, It's a very 
painstaking, ugly journey um, of just scraping together what you can, you know, using up your savings and maxing out your credit cards, which I think we all can understand, especially as entrepreneurs. And um, I, I just knew that this was this was my dream. I wanted to make this a real thing. And the vision I had in my mind, it's now a real product that you can see on our website, covahelmet.com. It's spelled K-O-V-A. Why did you name it that? Yeah. So Kova actually, it's really funny. So I had other names that I had thought of that were in English. Kova is not actually an English word. Um, and the trademark office, because you have to get approved by the trademark office. And the and I submitted all these different names like Journey and Explorer. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to just name it that. Well, they were all taken by motorcycle helmets or things like that. And... I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I need a name for this thing. And I started thinking, all right, I'm going to have to look into other languages. And um, a friend of mine, I was like sitting there and, and he actually speaks Hebrew. And I was like, how did you say helmet in Hebrew? And he was like, actually, it's, it, it's kova. Kova is like helmet or head covering in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I love that. It's super simple. And it actually means something. So I looked it up, trademark office said it was available, and we went for it. So sometimes you have to pick a name out of necessity, but I really also love the simplicity of the name Kova. Yeah, I like that it's simple and it's easy to remember and the spelling is simple too. So it's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We were actually yeah, driving around. So- about names, and we thought hard-headed would be a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you sip and listen. <laughs> yeah. And the cool thing about Kova is, like, when you see it on the website, it has this fabric skin that goes over it, so you can customize the look, but there's actually a hard shell that's inside that fabric covering, and that hard shell is very flexible, so it bends um, so that you can, when you take it off, it folds up very easily. So what gave you the idea to collapse it? Because that's actually like the unique piece about this. So it's actually something you can put in your bag, take it with you, take it out when you need it. Yes. So the the foldability was something that I knew had to happen because I did a lot of consumer research. Just like I was that person at bike share stations with a clipboard saying, hey, can I ask you some questions today? You know, the person (laughs) that everybody avoids. And I was like, all right, that's me. And so... I just was walking up to people asking them questions about why they weren't wearing a helmet. And, and it really, people were just like, helmets are really annoying. Like, uh, they're really big and they don't fit in a purse. They don't fit in a book bag. You have to kind of clip them to the outside. So I literally thought to myself, okay, is there some way that I can make it smaller um, where it's, it's still really safe, but it's also just foldable? And, and I didn't know, I had no idea how I was going to do that, just to be honest. I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to pull this off. Um, my background's not in engineering, um, but I was like, I'm going to figure it out. Because if you look at any big inventions out there, not everybody that's invented them always had the skill set to do that. But if there's sheer will and drive, I believe you can achieve pretty much anything. Yeah, that's what I find fascinating. Like I was watching the video on your website yesterday and it looks like it just folds so easily. It fits in a purse and like it's not bulky, but how does that maintain its 
safety too. Yeah. So the hard shell, when you put it on your head, it, it when you open it up, it just kind of opens up on its own, just based on the way the shell is made. And inside that shell are multi multiple layers of safety foam, and it's technology that is similar to things you're seeing on the market right now in football helmets and hockey helmets. So we've applied similar technology in terms of foams that are a little bit thinner than the typical bulky helmets that you see everybody wearing. Um, it's a thinner foam, but it still actually absorbs a, 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 ma- a massive amount of shock. And that's something that we, that's like our utmost priority at all times is having that premium quality that it's, it's safe and absorb shock but also that it can fold up at the same time, which was no easy feat. It was really a lot of engineering and just tweaking and playing with it and changing it all these different ways and seeing what would work. And um, there were many times that I thought it wasn't going to work. I'm like, okay, we're hitting this wall and we're not able to figure out this design challenge. What are we going to do? And we would just the people that I had on my team over time, I just really brought really smart people to help figure out these problems. And every time we figured out a solution and here we are now. So, And how did you find these people? So some of the people that I brought on that were engineers and product designers, a lot of them were students. So I actually recruited student interns that were studying at design programs in the Philadelphia area. They were actually extremely helpful. So I always encourage entrepreneurs to recruit student interns because they, they're hungry, they want to learn, they want to grow, and, and it, it, it's really exciting for them to have that work experience. And then at the same time, I was rec- I've recruited engineers and marketing executives from from different brands that had a track record of success and that combination of just really looking for good people that I really got along with um, that's something that I learned along the way is really you want to find people that you actually enjoy working with so resume is a good first step but then for me I always say hey let's let's go for a hike in the woods or let's go for a bike ride and really get to know them on a personal level is, is part of my hiring process. So, so yeah. So you said that the fabric can be, you can choose your fabric online. Is there also a way of adding a logo? Yes, that, yeah, that's a great question. So the fabric covers zip on and off They're machine washable so you can yeah. essentially have one helmet and then buy multiple covers. So if you're like, today I want it to be all black, but tomorrow I want it to be like pink and red, that's, you know, that's your prerogative. And the chin straps are also removable as well. Um, the fabric covers can easily have logos and designs printed on them. We started out simple by just having these solid colored covers, but there are businesses that if they're interested we do corporate partnerships where we can easily print fabric logos on the covers. I like that. Why do you ask that, Elisa? (laughs) I see see your brain like on fire right now. Why? Probably because of last weekend with Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, we could have used a helmet, but <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of true. <laughs> and you needed a helmet with a logo on it. Yeah, what just logo? in case we get lost. Always need a logo. What logo? Sip, sip, and listen. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you even question that? (laughs) All right. I do have a question for you, Rachel. So around the world of business, like I've been in business for a few years now. So there's always this question that pops up and that's around self-care. And when you're growing at the capacity and the speed that you're doing it in, what helps you stay on track? In terms of self-care? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's been that's been a journey. Um, so I would say that early on, I wasn't good at it at all. It was really that I neglected my health and was like, working the 10 to 15 hours a day, forgetting to like eat, sleep, go to the bathroom and shower, you know, like I was just so like simple necessities. <laughs> yeah, do. Like I was th- I thought that it was a win when I took a shower. I'm like, all right. It's a good day. We're okay. And, but you know what? That did catch up to me. And I, I like, I just got burnt, burnt out where I just was exhausted and nothing could keep me awake. I just wanted to sleep all the time. And I was like, this is not, it's not sustainable to run a business that way. And, and of course, if you're a solo founder, if you have a small team, it's really easy for me to say, yeah, you know, take care of yourself. But then when no one else is there to help you, you're put in a difficult position. And that's where um, I learned to prioritize better of literally every day writing out what are the five things I want to accomplish today and keeping it super simple for me and, and prioritizing what is most important for me to move forward in my business. And it's tempting because you want to do more than five. And some days you can barely check off one thing, but it's it's really just to help you keep on track that that list for me really does help in in just keeping me focused on the big picture because I was before thinking I have to try to get as many things done every single day as I possibly can and it just wasn't factoring in my own health and so what I actually do regularly now is every once a quarter I actually do go up to um the Berkshires, which is up in Massachusetts. And I go to this yoga meditation center up there and I turn my phone off. I'm, and, and listen to how many days I do this. I turn my phone off for a good four to five days. Wow. Carrie almost passed, she almost fell on the floor. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Pick yourself wow. up on the floor. When I Her did social this, media alone would be like, what? <laughs> She's dead. Yes. <laughs> And I write on my social media, like going away, I write them off the grid. And the truth is, you know, I've created an outdoor product, right? So I want to practice what I preach of saying, hey, get outside, connect with nature. And so, yes, I do turn my phone off for five days and I I meditate, I go hiking, I do yoga, I meet incredible people at, at these retreats that I go to. And, and I'm telling you the, the business ideas and clarity that I get from that time is so invaluable to my business. And I come back feeling like I own the world. It's just, it's incredible to me. And I think honestly, one of the biggest things I get out of the, one of the biggest benefits is just that I'm unplugged, that my phone's not on. And I know that no one can reach me. And there's something very liberating about that. Um, so that's something that I started. That's a practice that I'm very, um, committed to, and I'm planning to go back up again in September 
And every time I go, I bring my journal. Journaling is a huge thing for me. I learned that tip from Richard Branson, who I really look up to, who owns, you know, Virgin, Virgin Airlines, um, that he always has a notebook with him. And I have that with me all the time. If a good idea comes to me, I'm jotting it down. And a lot of times it's personal stuff. It's things I'm processing and giving myself that space to be a human Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and not just make my whole life about my business. Because the truth is, you know, this, this isn't the only thing that defines me. And that, that practice of journaling, meditating, even if it's for 10 minutes a day, it really does help. And um, whenever I have a big win, I try to celebrate. That's not something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs are always very good at because we're always on to the next thing, right? As soon as something good happens, you're like, okay, all right, let's move on to next, you know, next steps. And that's something that I realized was not keeping me excited and motivated. But once I took a break to say, hey, you know what? we achieved this thing, let's celebrate, let's do something about it to just talk about how great it went and taking those breaks, even if it's a dance party in the middle of the day, right? Like I had a really <laughs> great, for that. <laughs> yeah, I had, you know, a conference call went really well. Okay, great. Blast the music, dance around, sing, and just feel really good about it. It's, there's all these practices that I've been, see- that I saw really early on in the business that are part of my daily ritual that is really integral to stay grounded in the face of a lot of ups and downs on this roller coaster of entrepreneurship. And um, some days you're only going to get one thing done, but it's that you just need to keep going. I love that. I think after hearing you, we're going to declare September sip and listen month and we're going to have a <laughs> <September>. dance <dancer. laughs> September. September. It's going to be September. And when we get back from this break, I want, there's a question that's really coming up and that's really around relationships. So as you know, together with Mm. self-care, we're all like, woo. um, (laughs) how do you maintain relationships of all kinds? And is that something that is also (laughs) part of the five things that you practice every day? We'll be right back. Let's face facts. Your business is either growing or dying. Limeware Promotions wants to help your business grow. The strategy is not only to get seen, but remembered. And that's where Limeware comes in. We're here to help you come up with some fun and catchy promotional ideas so you get seen and remembered. At Limeware, we are ready to take on all your promotional needs from custom embroidery hats and screen print shirts all the way to business cards and pens. Limeware Promotions. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and let the growing begin. Did you fall out of love with your marketing? Are you ready to reconnect with your audience and grow beyond your own limitations? Get to the Ellen Sparks Agency and demand a Spark Session right away. Spark Sessions are tailored just for you, the busy, growing business owner looking to bring the sparks back. EllenSparksAgency.com And that's Ellen with only one L for Love Your Marketing. All right, we're back with Rachel. Rachel, I'm going to guess you don't have a teenager. No, I do not. (laughs) Because that's the difference between me and you and me being able to go off the grid for five days. There's no telling what would happen if I went off grid for five days. Do they not know 911? Look, I went off grid for one day and there's a puppy. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, she got a puppy without permission. That's kind of fun. 
wasn't really. I agree with that. Yeah, bring her, bring her with you. Oh, bring her on the retreat. Oh God, no. No, I thought that we we're supposed to be like meditating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, there's no peace. Yeah. <laughs> Children oh, meditating, not together. <laughs> they should be meditating. That's though. some. Good. My best friend's eight-year-old meditates all the time. What's that, Rachel? I will say that COVID does come in kids' sizes as well. Oh, so I was going to ask that question. I, I say that parents really, moms really love this, especially because a lot of kids, teenagers, do not want to wear helmets. They think they Very look dorky, true. which is the truth, honestly, at my age. I'm like, okay, I still don't want to look like a dork. <laughs> and um, they, they love it. They love that they can put on their own covers. And um, I think that that's where we want to go with, sustainable transportation yeah so. I totally love the customization part of it i do i love that you can throw it in the washing machine how freaking cool is that it is yeah yeah the cover just the cover i know i know <laughs> yeah thank you elisa yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i'm one of the ones that we put it in oh my gosh so let's talk relationships yes Ooh. it's funny rachel because last time i talked to you was a very long time ago but you were off and on with some Nice gentleman for years. Well, you just get right to it, don't you? And I have no idea how that went. So let's update our lives here. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is great. No one's ever asked me about this on a on a radio interview. <laughs> Welcome to Sip and Listen. That's why we are. Oh, that's great. Um, so I am I'm not with that person anymore. That's been over for quite some time, and so it's been a lot of casual online dating, um, and. Online dating as a CEO is kind of interesting because <laughs> you can go two routes. You can either be what I call loud and proud where you're like, look, this is what I do. This is who I am. And if, if that's intimidating to you, then goodbye. There's the door. Dang. Then there's the other side where you could like play it safe and be more where you don't talk about your accomplishments and you just really make it about, well, I just want a date to have fun. I'm not really interested in building a long-term partnership, so it's not as important right now. So some people actually kind of downplay their their achievements, especially women, because we all know men's fragile egos can get a little sensitive to power. We need a helmet on this show. That's right. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to all the men no. listening. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Sorry, guys. I mean, it, it happens. So, all you know, I took, I personally took the first route. I can't, you know, I'm from Jersey. I can't help it. Oh. Like that. <laughs> me too. Like, Look, this is me. You're from Jersey? It says, <laughs> loud and proud. It, yeah. I mean, it says on my profile, like it says Forbes 30 under 30. Right. Wow. Like I just put that out there. I was like, because at first I didn't. One of my friends that thought was like, why wouldn't you say that yeah. about yourself? Mm -hmm. Like, that's amazing. And, and I was like, you know what, you're right. And, and I noticed that it really weeded out a lot of people that were immediately like, oh, she's actually smart. I'm going to move on. Like that was she actually Lisa. does things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that it, me really being genuinely authentic about myself has helped to attract the right type of people. And interestingly, on my way back from, from the West Coast, I was there uh, meeting with some investors raising for raising capital, and I actually met met a gentleman on the plane ride back to Philly. Oh, and that's like that's like literally my ultimate fantasy is meeting a guy on a plane <laughs> really? and allowing him allowing me to cuddle up with him so I can fall asleep on the plane and then we just fall in love. 
And that's that's, that's like my fantasy. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah, go on, that. Rachel. <laughs> so so yeah. So I mean, it's funny. Like I've been really just enjoying dating myself. Like you know, I you know take myself out to dinner, get dressed up, go dancing with my friends, and have that bubble bath, that face mask, like, and look in the mirror every day and be like, you are, you are doing amazing things. And really like encouraging myself because everybody says like, Oh, that cheesy thing of like, you know, you can't really be in a loving relationship if you're not loving yourself. And I'm like, I hate that saying, but like, I know that there's truth to that. So I'm like, what parts of me am I not paying attention to and taking care of? And so really doing the journaling and, and meditating and taking time to just be with me and be like, this is, this is like a life that I could actually be get behind is being on my own. And it's kind of funny that I think as soon as I started really embracing being single, cause I think that's something that a lot of us sometimes have a hard time with where we want somebody and it makes sense and it's natural. But I think embracing the really fun part of being single is when I started meeting all these men. I'm like, isn't that funny, right? Like you're finally okay with being on your own. And then all these men are coming out the woodwork, like, Hey, let's go out. Um, so I met this man on the plane and, um, just immediately had this like connection when we made eye contact. And, um, did you fall asleep on his shoulder? (laughs) I did not No, I'm a little whole time. I'm like, who is, I'm like, I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but I just know he was cute. And that was it. And so was he next to you? Basically, he was seated right behind me. Okay. Oh, that makes it more difficult. So Every time I look back, he would be like, like looking at me and I'm looking at him and like, we didn't say anything until the end of the flight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But it was like this, like checkout kind of like curious look. And, um, and at the end of the flight, we started talking and um and then i ended up going way way up ahead of him on the plane i like got off the plane before he did he ran up to catch up with me hey and we and he 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 noticed me journaling i was writing in my journal on the plane and he was like what are you what were you writing about and i had told him that i'm actually working on a book like a lot of things i've been writing about i'm actually planning a dream i have is to actually publish this so people can really learn about what was it like to invent a product and what was my personal life like through that journey um and so i was telling him about it and he didn't seem intimidated in the least when i told him about kova and everything we're walking along and he was just like super impressed um and at the end when we got to baggage claim he was like you know he want he wanted to call me sometime i gave him my card and 20 minutes later he texted me was like can i take you out yes Good move. Yeah. Hey, no, he hey. didn't play any games. I and, was about um, to say that. No games. No, like, wait no 24 games. hours. Text. It's so stupid. No games. And I will say, um, ever since then, it's been really, really exciting, um, <laughs> to say the least. And I... Are we allowed to say what I'm, he does? Or he yeah, he actually... Well, you're going to love this even more, Christina. He's in the Air Force. Air Force. Ooh. Sexy. Yes. Um, so he flies all over the world, very well traveled and has seen a lot of really cool things, just meeting different people. He's involved with with working in DC a lot, transporting very high political officials all over. And um, 
it's it's fascinating. And you so got nods I'm, all around. We yeah. all approve. We're approving. <laughs> yeah. We all approve. That's four nods. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really I just tell people like when you least expect it, things things happen. That's true. And that's and that's really been my experience. And all my friends are like, This sounds like a romantic comedy, like the whole interaction <laughs> and what I was thinking, what he was thinking and I'm just like, Okay, this is you know, you, you work really hard and you build things in your life. And at a certain point, you're like, okay, maybe now it's now it's my turn to have some, some like personal life happiness because I've been so focused on COVA. And I think because I've been taking better care of myself, it's really opened up space for this kind of relationship to come into my life. And I'm really grateful for that and um with my friends that are on most of my friends are entrepreneurs i'll be totally honest like i think some of my it it is kind of a thing that happens when you start launching a company that friends of yours that have like a nine-to-five job you can sometimes lose lose that like connection because it's so vastly different the lifestyle but i would say most of my friends now are all women that own their own companies and um we actually meet up regularly to go dancing, go to events, do barbecues, go on trips. Um, and I'm really grateful for those women. And um, I think it's important to surround yourself with people that force you to level up women that are going to make you look at yourself and be like, okay, I can achieve even more and that they're mirroring back that they believe in you. So all the women that I know from Forbes magazine are very close. We all call ourselves the Forbes sisters um, that have been on the magazine. Like there's a lot of support there where we're helping each other to, to grow and achieve. And that's um, been life changing for me, honestly, because I always was a tomboy growing up. I didn't have a lot of friends that were girls. I saw girls as being really catty in high school, which they were, so I was kind of wrote it off and then it's been really amazing building all these female bonds later in my life um, and just getting so much support out of that. So um, I just, I'm just doing the, I'm doing the best I can. I don't have it all figured out, but I would say that I keep thinking what kind of life do I want to have? What's my ideal life and building people around that that I choose that are really supportive and positive and encouraging and also challenge me to keep pushing me forward. I'd say you're definitely on the right track. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. And, um, and it doesn't help to have a nice handsome man that wants to take me out all the time too. So <laughs> does he live in true. Philly, Rachel? He actually lives in Delaware. He, uh, he just bought a house down there and he's, He's at a base near near Delaware and um, or in Delaware, and he comes up to see me, and I'll go down there to see him, and um, it's been really exciting. How long has this been going so. on? This is <laughs> how far are we into this? Yeah, a couple months. Yeah, it it's actually only been a few weeks. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like one of those you meet somebody and you just kind of, yep, like they know and you know, and it's like, whoa, this is it's crazy. So, um, I'm just so, excited. it's been awesome. It, 
Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? So I like the you know and he knows. And where did that come clear? Um, I would say when we, I mean, honestly, when I, there was definitely a feeling when I met him, because I will say I am definitely, I have a sense of intuition with people, especially when I'm like dating that you meet somebody and you're just like, ah, the chemistry is just not there. And they could be a really nice person, but you're just like, I'm not feeling the chemistry. But I remember when I got onto the plane, I was even thinking before I even saw him and even the last few weeks I had been thinking like, you know, I want to put myself out there more and be, and let, let men know that I'm even interested. And I, I don't know if other women can identify with this, but you, I think the thing I do, as soon as I see a man that I feel attracted to, I actually look away and do everything I can that they don't see me or know that I'm there. (laughs) Um, But I was like, I want to practice that if I feel drawn to someone that I make eye contact and I don't look, I don't look away right away. I like look for a couple of seconds and like let them know that I'm interested. And um, I had seen him and we just like locked eyes and there was just this like, magnetism in that moment that was really like something I hadn't experienced before and um really every conversation that we've had since then it's been so in sync for lack of a better word that I I, I'm honestly kind I'm honestly like blown away by the whole thing and a lot of my friends are just like, wow, like, they're like, this is not, this is so, like, not what they had expected me to say because they know my whole life has been Kova, but I feel like this is one of those life-changing situations that um, I'm kind of, I'm just shocked, honestly. <laughs> I'm a true believer and we can have it all. <laughs> Definitely. So <Yeah. laughs> I love how you said you, like, lock eyes with this person and you look at them for a couple of minutes. I can't help but look them up and down like their whole entire body. So do you have any advice for me <laughs> in staying focused on their eyes? I just can't help it. I know. I get it. We'll, we'll get you a helmet with your phone number on it. <laughs> I know. That's, that's what we're going to do. Oh. Well, luckily, he, he had these gorgeous big blue eyes, so I couldn't help but like yeah. just get you every time. stare into every them time. and... Yeah, and it just like I was like, oh no, um, <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> it's all over. That and this does not happen to me. Seriously, like everybody who listens to this, this is not something that like has really ever happened to me. And so I'm just kind of like, okay. But I, but again, I never thought I was going to invent a foldable helmet, right? Never <laughs> thought I was going to be in Forbes magazine, right? Like I, I think about that, and I'm just like, so why can't this happen to me? Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm. I'm putting, you know, I put myself out there and at the end of the day, it's just another awesome experience, no matter how long it, long it lasts. I mean, there's definitely a lot of like long-term potential here and I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes and I can uh, update you guys to let you know what happens. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Invite me to the wedding, Rachel. (laughs) I know, right? I need you you guys to do my... Someone's going to need to do my hair. So, Christina, come back out. Yes. Yes, we were supposed to get together last time I came in town, and I didn't. But I will next time. Yeah. 
Um, is that something that you aspire for, is having a family? Oh, man. Okay. This is, that's a big question. I'm not sure so, if you can listen to this now. Yeah, really. <laughs> this just got dangerous. I well, know, right? She seems yeah. like a pretty honest person, so she's probably had this conversation with We him. were having this conversation yes. prior to the Christina show. Christina knows. Christina's on point right there. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. I've already talked to him about this. Um, Being and this authentic. Is I'm, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I would I would love to get married. Um, I think at the right time, I'm not in any rush. Honestly, like I'm I'm a big dog lover, so I want to be a dog mom um, big time. <laughs> and but like I actually am one of those women that I'm not interested in actually having kids. Um, and that's something that I think a lot of people can get like weird about, but I'm just like, you know, I really aspire to being a cool aunt. You know, I want to <laughs> be aunt Rachel to a lot of my friends, kids and be that person in their life. And, um, I do a lot of, a lot of volunteer work with teenagers actually in my spare time. So that it's kind of interesting how, about why I've decided that it's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's definitely where I see my life going is I picture my ideal life and it definitely includes a really amazing partner, a lot of traveling, doing a lot of philanthropy work and a couple dogs named Rigatoni and Nutella. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> so cute. I totally get it too, Rachel. I'm actually in the same boat as you. And it actually makes, I don't know about your experience, but it makes dating a little different. When you actually yeah. are upfront and honest about not wanting children, it's I see like one of two responses. It's either like guys are like, no, I 100% want kids. Like I definitely do. And then that kind of ends it. And or mm -hmm. I bring out like they, they say that they want the kids. But then when I say that I don't, it finally comes out that they're indifferent, that they don't care either way. And I'm like, well, why don't you just lead mm -hmm. with that instead of pretending like you do just to please a woman? Because yeah. there's tons of women out there who don't. Right. Yeah. I've had that same. There's relationships, many relationships that have ended for me that were based on the kids thing. Yeah. It was a deal breaker. A lot of men were just like, I really want kids and I want them soon. And I'm like, geez, like, whoa, like slow, slow your roll. And um, they, they were very adamant about that. And I think that it's good for everybody. I think it's great when someone really knows what they want. And I respect that 150%. And then people that are unsure, like you're saying, you know, I think it's interesting that it kind of makes people face it. And I'm interested in, you know, I'm interested in like, in people that can have that have an opinion versus, well, I don't really know, mm -hmm. um, which is okay. But um, I think it's something that I'd like to see. And I think a lot of women want to know that their partner has really thought about that and doesn't just like check off a box on their dating profile like yeah sure I want kids it's like really think about what you're saying here mm -hmm. um, because it changes the whole course of your life yeah amen yeah well, it does come back to like really knowing yourself and it sounds like you really have that grip on yourself and having a business that's like a child at times I'm sure um, gives you that yeah. opportunity to really know where you're about so kudos to you I love it I do feel like a single mom. I'll be honest. Sometimes I, <laughs> like, I am a single mom with this kid. It's yeah. taking all my energy and time and money and everything. But, you know, I 
absolutely love it. Yeah, and yeah. with all that, you also get the thrills of having a business and just seeing what you've gotten and growing and the Forbes. I mean, that's just, that's what we're all meant to do, inspire others. Tell yeah. us more about your aspirations with your book. Yeah, so um, it's really interesting. I've always enjoyed writing, but I never really had a journal. It's like something that, you know, you do in school and you do the assignments and papers because you have to. And when I finished, when I finished my, my last degree in business school, which was like two years ago now, um, I was just like, okay, I'm taking a break, like no more writing. And, but like recently, just like really I've been getting interest from some ghost writers about writing a book. And that really sort of like opened my mind to thinking like, yeah, maybe I could do that. And I, I was like, there's a lot of wild stories along the way of things that have happened in the startup. And even just in my personal life mixed with the things going on in the startup that you just wouldn't even think of that I started writing and, and really just jotting down different stories and even things that are happening right now in real time, what, what it's like for a woman to start a company by herself who doesn't have a lot of money. Like I didn't come from, I mean, compared to the entire world, yes, like I'm much, very grateful for what I've grown up with, but definitely not a massive amount of wealth that I could draw from to start my business. Honestly, a lot of, uh, should have told me not to start a business, but I just did it anyway. And, um, and that's my suggestion to entrepreneurs is just do it anyway, because you'll regret if you don't. And I'm glad that I did because now all these stories and experiences that I've had have really helped me to, to figure out what type of impact I want to have on the world and how I want to help other people. And I think that it's going to, this book is going to inspire others to see that it's really messy and it's okay. And a lot of times you're not going to know what to do and not have the right answers, but you will stumble your way through it. As long as you're falling forward, you're still moving forward. Do you have a title for your book yet? I don't. I don't have a title yet. It's literally just a journal with my terrible handwriting. And, um, <laughs> Very but I cool. will get there. Yeah. So, Aside from what you've already shared, do you have any other main advice for entrepreneurs? Oh, there's so there's so many things. I would say um, definitely don't give up. Have really, if instead of giving up permanently, give up temporarily. Let mm -hmm. yourself actually say, you know what, I'm done. Like I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And so, if that means like maybe you're taking off a couple days. And you turn off your phone and you're just like, I need, you, you got to give your mind a break. I think if you're constantly thinking about it 24-7, you're going to lose sight of things. And so stepping away has actually helped me be so much more effective when I step back in. And, and I think that entrepreneurs need to know that it is really not a glamorous job for most of the time. And so I would say really practice some self-care of having some kind of ritual every day, whether it's a bath, journaling, like working out something that you can do for yourself to stay grounded and be really careful who you surround yourself with 
um, you need people that are going to be super supportive because it's very easy. You think the people around you that you've had your whole life around you, maybe some of them are toxic. They're not supportive of your business. They're telling you to give up on it. They don't, you know, they always tell you go back and get a regular job or they don't take it seriously or they don't celebrate you. I would pay attention to those things and be super careful who you're around because that can really sabotage you and your business and make you think small. And the whole goal of entrepreneurship is to think big, go big or go home. Mm -hmm. I had to remove a lot of friends and certain even family members from my life because they didn't support me and they didn't celebrate what was going on. And it made me feel like what I was doing wasn't really important or mattered. And so I had to step away and allow space for better people to come back to come into my life that that did celebrate what was going on. And that helped encourage me to keep pushing forward. Do you have conversations with people when you're actually at that point where you're like, okay, this doesn't work? Or do you just separate yourself without saying anything? Um, some of them I've had really frank conversations with where I've said, like, I just don't feel like you really believe in what I'm doing. And and that's really affecting me because your opinion matters to me. And, and so if that's the way that this is going to go, then I need to like take my space. Um, and of course, nobody ever likes you saying that to them. So you just, you're in a lose-lose situation, but in the long run, you'll make room for better people. Um, other friends that I wasn't as close with, but just sort of always had, like, they just weren't, they were kind of negative about what I was doing or, I would tell them I got into Forbes and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. Or like, they didn't say anything. They just didn't, it was like inconsequential to them. And that's something I really picked up on that I was like, wait a minute. And I noticed some of my friends that had gotten into Forbes magazine, like their family or friends, like made a huge deal about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, something's not right here. Mm. And, and then I really started to pay attention and, and, be more careful in who I selected. Just like you carefully select who you're going to hire to work for you, you need to carefully select who your personal circle is, that those people really show you that they they show up for the journey that you're on, which is really tough. Mm-hmm. Wow, such great information. It was probably my favorite part about talking to you today was definitely about the celebration and realizing there's five things to accomplish in a day, which for most, I, and I've done this as well, where five things, like it's a lot. It is a lot. And most yeah. of the time we think we can accomplish so much more. And just celebrating the small things and surround yourself with amazing people, which I get to do on the show as well. And thank you for the reminder. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for everything you're doing. Um, love to stay in touch and you know like definitely be invited to the wedding absolutely <laughs> yes so there's a and, <laughs> and yeah. um yeah like just let us know what's the best way to reach you instagram facebook so we're on instagram our handle is at kova helmet and if you use the promo code rkb12019 you get 30 dollars off of kova Say that code one more time. So the promo code for Akova is RKB12019. Awesome. And those are your initials. Exactly. Yay. Rachel Kathleen Bagnola. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Rachel. And uh, I look forward to seeing more about your journey and how you're helping people with this invention. 
Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. It's been a pleasure, and I will talk to you all soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Are fatigue and overwhelm stealing your joy? Are you successful, but you feel all used up? Dr. Carla Gibson of Abundant Health Arizona can help. Through a series of gentle chiropractic adjustments to balance body, mind, and spirit, you will be restored and ready to enjoy life. Call 480-771-1700 today to schedule your free optimal health scan and regain your health, vitality, and wellness with ease. Are fatigue and overwhelm stealing your joy? Are you successful, but you feel all used up? Dr. Carla Gibson of Abundant Health Arizona can help. Through a series of gentle chiropractic adjustments to balance body, mind, and spirit, you will be restored and ready to enjoy life. Call 480-771-1700 today to schedule your free optimal health scan and regain your health, vitality, and wellness with ease.